Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Catch it in from the corner. Wolf and Luke. Brings the boom. And catching bodies on his way to the rack. Suns, game day with K-Ray. I'm ready for whatever. I'm ready for whatever. It is definitely game day. And Kevin Ray is joining us for game day with K-Ray. Of course, the Dallas Mavericks in town. That means Luca. K-Ray, what's going on, man? What's up, fellas? Uh, not a whole lot, okay? You know. Just, <laughs> just a slow Sean is in town. <laughs> yeah, actually getting on. interviewed. And, of course, the Suns <laughs> are playing the Dallas Mavericks tonight. Not a whole lot. All right, Kay, let's, uh, let's start with hey, – you know what? I don't even want to start with Luca. Enough of him. We've talked about him. Let's start with the fact that this team is on a four-game winning streak, and some of these have been very different. I would say the Charlotte game in particular was the first time they've played, you know, a lesser team. Brooklyn, Indiana, Memphis, all pretty good teams this year. But what did they show you by going out there and just handling Charlotte by 31? Yeah, well, it was, you know, it was interesting because they they came out and just delivered – you know, an early haymaker. But I think if if fans have learned nothing from this NBA season in particular, it's like there's no 30-point first-half lead that is safe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and the, the Hornets, uh, despite also being shorthanded, proved that on a 21-2 run. And all of a sudden you look up, you're like, wait a minute, this game was well in hand. Um, but what they demonstrated was the ability to go, okay, you know, let's get things corrected here. Uh, they did. They they closed the half strong and then opened up the third uh, the way that they should and could against, um, you know, a beaten up team that was closing out a road trip. And so that's what I love. And, and then the fact that they could just continue to build on it. And, you know, I, I uh, EJ and I had said it the first of the fourth quarter. It's like you are hoping that Monty does not have to bring – Chris back into the game, you know, because he had played 38 plus minutes against Memphis on Sunday. Um, and then Monty kind of admitted like, eh, we played him a few more minutes than, than I wanted to. But, you know, there's just some wins that you you really need and want to secure. So that's what I loved is the bench guys came in, uh, played well, handled their business. And so it made for a pretty light, uh, light night work for, you know, for all the starters. So four wins in a row right now. Okay. Would you say that um, some of what you just said is one of the reasons why they're, they've won four in a row. What are the common denominators of this? Well, I I think, you know, you start with, Two common denominators, and uh, there's that dude who's a 12-time All-Star, Chris Paul, getting back. Yeah. So that that's one. And then one of the best three-point shooters in the NBA uh, coming back in, in Cam Johnson. And talk about, you know, efficiency. I mean, Cam was like – it was almost like he had had a bet against himself. It was like, how quickly can I score 20-plus points and be done for the night? Okay, I think I'm going to do it in about 18. <laughs> Incredible, yeah. Uh, we're talking to Kevin Ray. It is game day with K. Ray Suns taking on the Mavericks tonight. K. It sounds like D.A. is probable, and I would take that as pretty encouraging news on that front. Yeah, very encouraging. Again, you know, you, you you're getting another piece back. It'll be. I'll be very curious to see uh, how how much 
and how far he is able to go tonight uh, sound like he was dealing with a pretty nasty uh, upper respiratory bug. Uh, <laughs> he kind of joked that uh, at shoot around, he's like, "Yeah, I got it from my little man." You know, he he's learning he's learning quickly as a parent. Uh, you know, you you love your kids, but they are two legged petri dishes. So whatever they get, <laughs> you're gonna get. <laughs> and so, you know, da dealing with an upper respiratory. Uh, bout of something, but he's back. I'm sure his wind is going to be uh, affected and impacted a little bit tonight, but just having another, uh, you know, big body in there, um, a rangy defender and, you know, just uh, a guy that can help you offensively as well. Okay. On that note right there, in regard to DeAndre Ayton, would it shock you to know that the Suns are 26 and four without DA in the lineup over the last two years, which is a winning percentage of 866. Does that surprise you as I say that um yes and no I you know I I I say I say yes just because you know when you consider a guy who you know pretty much averages a a double double but you know it's it's not it's not like you know a a Shaq led Laker uh offense you know they, they they don't play inside out the way you know the the big man game used to be and and much of DA's you know productivity comes in that little you know 6 to 12 foot range and this when this team is whole um they are one of the best if not the best you know mid-range shooting team in the league so it it doesn't surprise me and and because when you throw in the bigs as backups or in the case of you know Bismack Biombo starting in place of an injured DeAndre Ayton you know, Busy knows exactly what his role is, mm-hmm. um, and that is, you know, put a body on people, block shots, uh, but, you know, create enough space inside and move the ball. Um, so, you know, it's one of those where I think I'm sure people will make a huge deal out of it. But that being said, I think the Suns would, would happily take a, a healthy and available DeAndre Aiden any time. Talking to Kevin Ray of Bally Sports. All right, Kay, we at least have to mention the Dallas Mavericks. Now, they've only actually met these two teams twice this season. It feels like they've played every week there for a while. We all know what happened in the playoffs last year, but prior to that, the Suns owned. Like, I mean, they were winning every, they were winning 100% of the games against Dallas. This year, you have the opener where Dallas was just running the Suns off the floor in the first half, and then the Suns came all the way back to win it at the end. And then you have that second meeting back on December 5th where Dallas won by 19, and I'm not even sure it was that close. What is the deal with the Dallas Mavericks, who are are a good team, but they're not, like, amazing by any means? Why do they give the Suns such a hard time all of a sudden? Yeah, I think part of it um, starts with the confidence that that they, you know, gained from the playoff series. Uh, And, you know, Wolf, you know this from from your playing day. They're just certain teams – where you kind of feel like even if you're in a shooting slump, you're like, oh, okay, we're yeah. facing these guys. And it just it just kind of like resets your whole approach and mentality. But that being said, uh, this, this Mavs team is interesting. Uh, you know, everybody is looking on with a very watchful eye as to what they will attempt to do come trade deadline. Um, they're missing a couple of guys right now. Christian Wood is out. Maxi Kleba is also out. And both of those guys have been integral pieces, especially Christian Wood. I think he's he's fit in better than anybody could have imagined. But um, 
they are they are playing some really helter skelter basketball. You know, they ended up losing to the Wizards last night, despite you know Luca flirting with another triple double, had forty one points, sixteen, uh, fifteen rebounds, and and six assists. But um, it, it's hard to know exactly how and why it is they they give the Suns so many fits, but it. it starts and really ends with Luca, and I'll be anxious to see if the Suns do anything different against him uh, defensively tonight. But the key is to make him work defensively and, you know, move the rock around and, and make, you know, move that Dallas defense from side to side. So the trade deadline is February 9th, of course, and Matt Ishby is going to be introduced on February. Who? <laughs> Matty Ish. We're breaking news to Yeah, Matty Ish. He's going to be introduced on February 8th. Now, do you read into that at all, Kay? Do you do you see anything nefarious in that at all? Do you think, <laughs> do you think there might be some other type of announcement? I'm just asking you, Kay. <laughs> You're asking for a friend? <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, look, the, you know, I view it as a couple of ways. I mean, we 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 saw this what a week and a half, two weeks ago, when that other story came out. Um, I don't think it's any coincidence that, uh, and I can't say with any certainty because uh, I have no knowledge right. on, you know, what, what the timing of the approval would have been. But look, if if I'm in his shoes and I've just dropped four billion, <laughs> I, and and my team is in need of help. I, I guarantee you, I'd be standing outside the, uh, you know, the offices there in New York and say, uh, yo, Adam, you got a minute? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, seems Because, reasonable. you know, there's there's a lot at stake, both short-term and, and long-term. Um, I just like it because not only does it coincide with the trade deadline, but I don't know, there's there's apparently a big game going on that weekend as, as well. So, uh, I mean, just think about the number of me, additional media members who are going to be in town. So yeah. it, it will put the Suns in a in a even bigger spotlight, you know, had they elected to call that press conference, you know, five, six days earlier. So I'm not saying it was uh, by design, but uh, it sure looks like it was by design. <laughs> there are no coincidences in professional sports. Uh, K-Ray, thanks for the time, man. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Kay. You got it, boys. Take care.